Hello there and welcome to the first ever episode of Hail to the Chin, a specialised podcast for the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV series that has just graced our lives finally. With me uh, to, I, I think both, uh, well, all three of us are big Evil Dead fans. I know two of us certainly. Steve, how are you doing? I'm very great, thank you. Very good. <laughs> and Sam, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So how big, I know, I know we all like Evil Dead at the end of the day. We all yeah. like Evil Dead, but how big of an evil dead fan are each of you exactly because i know i'm fucking massive and i am talking about my penis no i'm not i'm talking about i'm talking about my fan base style of evil dead but i'm a big evil dead fan now steve well obviously um i have the original films poster tattooed onto my chest oh yes and i remember my dad rented it from the video shop at the bottom of the road came home put it on the tv and sat me on his lap about, I was, I think, about two years old when I watched it. <laughs> wow, hardcore. So, but I didn't really remember it, to be honest, because I was like a kid. But then um, I was about, oh, when was this? It was, a, it was just before 92. It was just before Army of Darkness's release, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I went up to my granddad's, and I sat there, and he put the VHS on again. And I watched it, and I, I came home, and Mum said, what's he shown you? Because you look like pale i was like oh no something evil dead you know but then i watched army of darkness on sky like 18 billion times mm. and then obviously the opening is um sort of like a recap isn't it, on even a two yeah. so i think around probably a few weeks after sky were pumping out army of darkness is like their big premiere of the week would have been about the only channel promoting it as a big premiere of the week yeah true <laughs> um uh, Bravo was running uh, Evil Dead 2 as well. And then from there, I connected the dots and I've just literally been into it ever since. I've mm. still got all the VHS tapes. Oh, wow. Uh, every time I go into a, a video store, I buy uh, I buy the new DVDs when they're out. Yeah, I'm buy, exactly the same. Yeah, I buy the VHS tapes when I find them in charity shops. I have the... Oh, I bought Evil Dead 2 on uh, DVD simply because when I went into HMV, I picked it up, looked at the back, and it's got screenshots from Army of Darkness. How random. Yeah, mm. that's a rarity in itself. Yeah, so I was like, fucking have that for £5. Yeah, absolutely, man. Now, yeah. now, Sam, how about yourself? Well, I'm the only one here without an Evil Dead tattoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it was actually you, Steve, that first introduced me to the Evil Dead. Um, I think I may have seen part of evil dead 2 at a very young age but mm. i remember we were hanging out one saturday when you had um you had the skate shop and yeah. we were talking about something and was talking about, and you started bringing up bruce campbell and i was like this was 2003 sort of time and you because yeah. you it would the sh- you had the shop in basildon yes yeah, and right. um and i was like bruce bruce campbell and you're like yeah yeah evil dead and you had the um you know the dvd box set yeah um in in your shop and you was like take that out and we'll watch it and i went home and i watched all three of the films and all the features especially you know the one with bruce campbell's going to all the conventions yeah and that and um literally i went the next day i bought it back up to you and then went in hmv and bought my own like the same box set and i, I mean i'm a big fan definitely the in the top 10 but you know obviously i don't think i'm as big as you guys yeah, I was going to say, I mean, mine... No Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I think my obsession first started. I, I remember the the night that I saw it, there was um, a friend of mine called Tony Wheeler. I went down to his house during the six <laughs> weeks holidays in 
Cool, blimey, when was this? 19... I think 1994 or 93 or something like that. Yes. I went down to his house and um, he had borrowed Evil Dead from a guy, that, a kid that lived down the road from us. And he was like, a, he was sort of the type of family that what they used to do, they had like a cabinet of videos that when they used to move home, they used to rent out loads of videotapes and then they'd move. So then they would move away from town. They'd never have to owe all the videotapes back. So they've got they've got these. <laughs> they had all of these like, videotapes in like white uh, cases instead of obviously like the actual released casing and stuff like that. But anyway, he borrowed the Evil Dead and he sat there and said, "Oh, apparently this this film's banned. Like it's been banned for ages." And we was obviously you're young, isn't you? You're a kid. You're like, "Yeah, let's watch this." And uh, I almost regretted watching it because it was the full uncut. Uh, video nasty version you know there was there was the the scene with um scotty chopping up uh i think it was linda no not linda um god damn it can't remember can't remember her name what am i what am i doing to myself it showed the full scene of every single limb being chopped up and that literally scarred me for fucking life and my friend tony only lives about cool about uh seven doors away from me and it has never taken me so long to walk from his house to my house in the dark because I was so fucking scared. And um, I remember just being awake all night as well. Uh, and from then on, I was always curious as to whether there was like sequels to the film. And I remember one night when we got cable for the first ever time, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, you looked, looked through the TV guide, found Evil Dead 2 in the Sci-Fi Channel. And I remember my dad going to bed and saying goodnight and that. And I remember staying up. And even contemplating switching over to the channel because I knew the first one scared the fuck out of me so much that I was then flicking over to the sci-fi channel and then flicking back because I was so scared. But then it got to the scene where um, Ash is sitting in the uh, in the live in the um, front room and uh, Linda's head comes down and bites his hand and then he starts obviously slamming her head around the house and then 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 the house ends up becoming possessed and I was sitting here thinking, what the fuck am I watching here? It's like, this is just an acid trip. And then from then on, I just absolutely became obsessed with it. Like Steve, I've got um, I've got uh, a tattoo from the Army of Darkness graphic novel on the inside of my left arm and I've got the deer head on the inside of my right arm uh, that's laughing and has got groovy written above it. So Didn't you send a picture to Bruce Campbell? And yes, he, uh, he's <clears> tweeted... <throat> uh me well he's tweeted me twice in actual fact i sent one for the the graphic novel one and he favorited and retweeted it and then when i got the deer head done i uh had a photograph of it and i tweeted him saying i just need your approval oh chinned one and he retweeted it with a quote saying damn absolutely approved and, you know <laughs> you, oh. he did a interview recently with um the nerdist i don't know if you've oh, heard it yet yeah, and yeah. um he says he's got every photo that someone sends him, he saves and he's got them all in a file and he's going to get them all printed up one day. So oh, really? you never know, he could have your one in there. Well, oh. he probably has if... Oh, yeah. Especially if he replied, he's seen it, so... Yeah, definitely. But, it's yeah, ever since then, it's it, I've been obsessed with it and I remember always... I always remember one day watching, on a weekend, I was watching Gladiators and then um, <laughs> a break came on and the Army of Darkness trailer happened. and I, And I saw this before I'd seen the Evil Dead. And I was sitting there thinking, 
fucking like, what is that? And for years, yeah. I never knew what it was, and I could never remember what it was. And then, you were like Homer uh, in the Simpsons, you know, the Mister Sparkle advert, and he's just like, yeah. what, what is this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then when I got round to seeing Evil Dead Two, and he ended up landing in the medieval period, it all just suddenly, like the the moment the penny dropped, that I was like. Oh my god! Like five years ago, I saw the trailer for then the sequel of Evil Dead Two, and just it, just the obsession's grown, and it's never left me. It's never well, left me. That that was the thing. What well, obviously wasn't it? Because it was marketed as Army of Darkness, but with yeah. obviously there's the strapline, the medieval dead. <clears throat> yeah, precisely. And you know, yeah, and unless you were actually really paying attention, because I mean, you're talking like. Well, they started filming uh, the first one. What like seventy seven or something. Yeah. And it didn't really come out until 81. And then um, Palace would have put it out on VHS, what, about 82 in the UK? Around the same time Sam oh, Raimi yep, yep. had to come across, didn't he, to fight the whole video nasty charge. Video nasty and, thing, and, yep. And obviously because it wasn't the same kind of video nasty. It was, it was, it was a fantasy film, isn't it? It's not yeah. like Driller Killer and all those kind of things. It... And, and then you've got, um, again, they took ages to produce, like actually in the production of Evil Dead 2, which was 87. And then by 92, you've got um, Army of Darkness coming out. But there's no internet at the time, is there? So there's none of this whole, um, like, like with Star Wars at the moment, there's none of this whole analyzing every poster, every trailer. Yeah. So you could get really, yeah, easily, if it's not called Evil Dead 3. You get easily confused. Yeah, mm. without a doubt. Was it was it actually called the Medieval Dead? Was that the the strapline, or was yeah, that sort strap... of like a a Turtles in Time, the, yeah. the Turtles movie that yeah, wasn't that, that was never strap actually line... called it? Yeah, that was the strapline on um on the UK VHS tapes. That's it. Yeah, because yeah. as well as well we got like... a different ending as well. Yeah, we got yeah because yeah. we got we got the ending where he goes back to um uh Michigan, isn't it? And he goes back yeah. to, to the store. Or did we get the one no, where we, he we... slept too long? Yeah, we we got. The um, basically like armies of apocalypse style. Oh, no, yeah, you are right. Yes, and it could have been because it was um, because Big Ben was in the background. That's it. it. He woke up in sort of like um, futuristic London, and at that point, obviously, I was thinking like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing because you know it's gonna be Ash now in the future in England, in England, fighting sort of some kind of. I can imagine it now like some kind of sort of Mad Max meets. sort of like feudal Britain kind of weird mashup going on. Yeah. Like a steampunk yeah. kind of zombie. Oh, that'd be uh, sure. <laughs> But then I bought it on DVD and obviously then I had the choice of each ending. I had the original theatrical cut uh, ending, which was um, him back... Uh, um, back, back in Michigan. Back in, uh, back in Michigan, yeah. yes. Yeah, in Smart, And where he's like, you know, hail to the king, baby, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And then... Yeah, I preferred the I preferred the future ending. I think. I pre- yeah, I preferred the future ending. But you, when you did correct me, Steve, it, it the penny dropped for me again as well because I remember seeing the American version and I almost remember putting the two side by side and sat there and was like, it's quite obvious why the Americans got the version as to when Ash one last time kicks ass right at the end, so then he becomes a hero. Whereas yeah. I think the English audience or the UK audience are kind of, I think we liked the fact that he was. A, too much of a doofus or a he, yeah he was too much <laughs> too ignorant to sit there and listen correctly and it's his own damn fault you know he slept too long so what boo-hoo you know you're there now deal with it 
Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a great lead into a possible sequel, but also just it summarised his character of just like yeah, no, exactly. No film franchise in history has gone. <laughs> yeah, this is your guy, by the way, for for a trilogy. And you yeah. go, you go, no, Jimmy. Any other film that gives you Ash as the protagonist, you'd be like, oh, dude, come on, come on, someone else. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there is no other person I can think of in cinema history and now television history where. A character has been such an ignorant asshole that <laughs> you still root for him, no matter what. Even if he is being a complete dick to someone, you still root for him. Or you're just sure. like, that's okay, because it's Ash, it's fine that he's called you and or whatever and just smacked your head or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's okay because it's Ash. He has all of the sort of like um, misogynistic qualities of uh, Captain James T. Kirk. <laughs> with really none of, none of the actual sort of brains or anything. No, no. We're basically closest... going to use all our good material here before we've even started okay. Well, the okay. show. Okay, but just quickly, the closest I think that anyone's ever got to Ash in a major motion picture would be, in a watered-down version, would be Chris Pratt's Star-Lord. Yes. That's about... That's the great comparison. comparison. Indiana Jones kind and Han Solo kind of, but never did you have to suffer through endless retardation yeah you're okay with him being the anti-hero but at the same time just being just about tolerable enough of an idiot yeah you know but right yes so yeah he's, I, I love him everyone loves yeah. him right should we get down to it chaps have we even it, uh, we even sort of explained what we're going to be doing <laughs> nah i mean basically <laughs> in a nutshell um this is a commentary slash companion piece to the show um each episode is going to be an episode of the show, and we're going to watch it, talk about it, and uh, commentate it almost, over it almost. I think, you know, every now and I think eventually we'll sort of do the films as well, and yeah, definitely, you know, drop them in, even the remake and that. Um, I and, love the uh, remake. I think one day what'll be cool as well if we're all all in the same town at the same time is maybe do like a playthrough of some of the old games and that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, <clears throat> so. Where are we? Okay, we've all got it lined up literally on the Star's, Star's Originals Presents screen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everyone get your DVDs, your iTunes, or wherever you're watching it uh, on the ready. And, um, yeah, Dean, do you want to lead Quick us in? Play. So, after three, gentlemen. Three, two, one, play. And it begins. I love it how already we're just silent because we're just waiting for just that in- intro for it. <laughs> it it's, it's a genius intro because not only does it go back to basically My Name is Bruce where like you expect Bruce Campbell to be living in a trailer, in a trailer anyway. Yeah. And it does play on the fact that he is like washed up and out of shape. And again, <laughs> it's what you think Bruce Campbell is like in real life. But it's a beautiful shot because... It's got the same cuts and edits where it looks like Ash is doing something, you know, like he's building his like hand or he's yes, exactly, strapping yeah. a body to a table to chainsaw it. But no, it's literally him getting into a girdle. Yeah, because he's too fat at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sums it up. The really cheap, shitty looking aftershave as well. Look, just the, the dancing around on his own, drinking from a kid's drinks carton. What? <laughs> but why? But why do we love him and why do we want to be him? <laughs> Just looks like he's in that shot entirely. He's the last person you'd want to hang out with, isn't he? Yeah. Let's let's be honest. He's, he's just so least, ignorant. He's the least aspirational hero ever. But <laughs> my God, he's so cool because 
Because I think it's just because he doesn't care. I don't know. It's cool. It often makes you wonder there with that scene. For the fact that he's time-travelled, he's come back from the medieval ages. He has that story. Does he still have his metal hand? Why has he got his wooden one? Or is it because of the fact he's trying to still get away from what happened, you know, all those years ago, 30 years ago? He just can't admit it. I love it that he's still got the ultimate as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Love Raimi's touch with that. The fact that every... Every piece that they do or every movie, he tortures Bruce with that indirectly, whether he's in the movie or whether he's not in the TV show or the movie. <laughs> he will use it as much as he can just because he knows Campbell hates that car. Wasn't it in um, Oz as well? It's been in every one of his films. Yes, it? it's been yeah, in everything. Yeah. Spider-Man's. Yeah. Mm. No matter, how, sure no matter how he gets it in, no matter how he gets it in, he gets it in. Yeah. I mean, for instance, in Drag Me to Hell, it was it was the Gypsy Woman's car, wasn't it? As yeah. simple as that. It was even in the Evil Dead remake. Mm. Oh, yeah. yes, of course, all overgrown. Mia yeah. sitting on there when they first uh, turned up at the cabin. Which is a great touch as well, because it looked like it could be a continuation from Ash's adventures that someone else has gone back to the cabin. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's... so it's not a remake and it's not a sequel, but it's in that grey zone where it could it gives them the option to be either either. Do you know when I when I watched it, I got the assumption that it would work as if it was a a parallel sort of universe thing happening. Because I sat there and as soon as I saw the Oldsmobile all covered over, I thought, you know what, Ash has disappeared, and it's like these people have just turned up, and he's they then one of them's going to get transported back as well. That's well, how yeah. I looked at it. Because that, that was the thing. <laughs> obviously, the co- continuity and Sam Raimi don't really go together very well. Because obviously, so the continuity of this series is that it takes place after the theatrical ending where he's back in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, and he's back at S-Mart. But obviously in this one, he's not at S-Mart. But um, obviously because the Oldsmobile gets sucked through the time vortex, doesn't it? Uh, mm. At the end of Evil Dead 2. Yet it's back overgrown uh, in Evil Dead Remake. So it's whatever fans want it to be. And I like that because Sam Raimi and everything is like, Fuck continuity, just because even the end of Evil Dead Two is nothing like the opening to Army of Darkness, is it? It's a completely different scene. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> what is what is happening with uh, the Evil Dead remake? Um, it's definitely like the, the sequel. I, I mean, I don't know, but it's the best remake slash reboot of any film ever. For the for a standalone horror, if you look at it as a standalone horror, it's phenomenal. Like, it's yeah. brilliant. It sits next to all of my Evil Dead um, DVDs and VHS tapes. And I don't think a lot of people could say that about, like, for example, you can say about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, could you? No. You, would not, you, you probably wouldn't even own it, let alone put it on the same pedestal. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's perfect. It fits in nicely. It, cause... I, need to, I need to stop you guys here, sorry. With this particular scene, how many of you guessed that it would have been Ash? And how he particularly screwed up. Well, of course. It's always actually. As you said, Dean, Evil Dead 2 transition there. Oh, it's so good. What? This is the thing, because the first thing, when I first saw the Ash vs. Evil Dead poster, I was like, is this related to the series, uh, the remake film? Are they going to yeah. tie it in eventually? Are they, you know, is he going to cross over through this series into the, the sequel well, eventually if it comes out? Because the first thing I noticed was. They use the same Evil Dead logo slash font. For yeah, for the, for the movie. Now, when well, I read no, the news, well, Raimi's well, already said that 
the idea that they had and the script that they had for an Evil Dead sequel, it just no production company could would afford it or would even risk putting that sort of money forward. And they felt that the only the best thing for it was a TV adaption, which I don't know. So far, it seems like a bloody good idea. Mm. I guess Campbell's well, happy that he's in a TV series that's going to be like successful, you know. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about Jack of all trades. Yeah, but that's, that's what it is. County Junior. You know, no, but he he says it himself. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, his character Sam Axe uh, is probably the longest-serving character he's been able to play consistently, other than Ash. You know, so yeah. <laughs> oh, that <Fuck>. intro. <laughs> oh, the music's perfect as well, isn't it? Everything's perfect. It's, it's brilliant. It's got that ding, 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 ding. You know, mm. that, that, that weird sound that you can't quite place that's in the background of the Evil Dead films, like the yeah. Creeping Vine stuff. And yeah. I, I, I love this. Do you know what? The second I got to college and I was given a camcorder, I went straight out into the back fields and <laughs> went... on a plank of wood. <laughs> no, yeah. well, no. I, I literally, I went straight out into the back fields behind the college and just held it down low by my knees and moved through the grass and up to the college to stack, you know, up to the college to take like a shot of it. And then I ripped the sound effect, the force effect, like sound effect and put it straight over. I love that. Yeah. It's so iconically brilliant. And if you play it backwards, if you play it backwards at um, double speed, it's actually a constant scream. Really? Yeah. Most things are probably, but it really, I was like freaked out. I was in the editing suite and I'd, I'd, I'd ripped it off the um, VHS tape and I, I went to rewind to go and try and place another another edit mm-hmm. and, li- and line it up. And as I rewound it, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it was even creepier. And I was hoping that would be kind of, you know, some kind of subtle sort of Judas Priest LPs <laughs> backwards kind of thing. But it's By probably, the just... Box set. <laughs> yeah, probably just coincidence. Now this is we've just um, we've got uh, I guess one of the main protagonists almost the uh, police officer and her partner walking into the house and clearly discovering what's been left of I guess a possession, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's it was it was at this point that I even sat there and realised because we liked we saw Ash acting like a complete cock. We've seen him being a complete and utter dick in the bar. You know, it's got all of that army of darkness-esque to it but i was still waiting for the real horror you know because i i think the way they made the, the way the deadites look are possibly the most disturbing looking possessed people in movies ever particularly the makeup and just how they look they have a mm. an exorcist regan look but then at the same time a a, a decomposed demonic like s to them and it was it was this particular area of the TV series that really solidified like my liking and my approval of it. As soon as I saw the first Dead Eye, I was just like, you know what? That's spot on. It's perfect. Is with all the um, sort of like all the zombies out there, all of like the uh, Insidious and all these other kind of like horror films, there is something that it's just you look at it and you go, that's Evil Dead. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's carved it's, out its own place, its own it's design, goofy. Its, own look. it's goofy, but yeah. it's still creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's perfect, Sam. And I, I love the way that the um, so the Deadites act as well. That they when he did, yeah, when they did the original Evil Dead, and then as the films got goofier, they mm. haven't kind of like moved away from it. It is still that 
well, yeah, it's like they're really unnervingly creepy because they're yeah. very cocky and arrogant because they are in a meat suit. They're not, it's not so much them. It's just so they're going to be like, yeah, 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 they're going to be gutsy, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, here's a perfect example, like you guys saying that the Deadites almost have chiseled themselves in history. If you could see something and you could say, Raimi's done that, or that's yeah. a Deadite. One particular way was in um, Drag Me to Hell, the goat. Yeah. And when the, the, the Spanish guy gets yeah. possessed, when they're doing the um, Ouija board. Oh, there it is. First dead eye. <laughs> 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 oh, God, it's horrible, isn't it? Twisting of the arms over. <laughs> <laughs> and then the goofiness, the, you know. <laughs> Sam Raimi never sacrifices entertainment for any kind of bullshit, though, does he? No. He, he knows that it's it's... He wants it scary. He wants it gory and bloody. He want, but he wants it funny. And he, but ultimately, he wants it entertaining. Yeah, it's that. That's one thing that I, I like as well. That Campbell and Raimi have already said that stars have said that they can literally do what they want. That particular scene just then, scissors yeah. through the hand. What a way to open, you know, open a, a, some gore in in in, in a TV show. This is like, well, you know, oh, what's coming up. But again, it's the way it's shot as well. Oh, it's, like it's, it's <laughs> scissors, pick up, hand, scream, up, stab, through. It, it, do you mean the way he films it, the way he cuts yeah. it, it's just, it's like you if you wrote something in bullet points, he films it like it's in bullet points. <laughs> it's dead-eye, man, yeah. push, antlers. You know? Oh, man. That's, actually, you, you... This bit coming up, actually, when you're hearing the noises in a second, yeah, I really did like fanboy out a little bit and go, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I realized the logical thing was going to be what comes up, the partner crawling around. But I yeah. really wanted it to be the hand. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard like creepy crawling. I was like, oh, my God, could the hand be back already? It's but... such a brilliant scene. It, the whole the whole part. It literally, it's almost like it captures Evil Dead history. Like, you've got the possession, you've got the goofiness and the wackiness of the Deadite, you've got the demonic, like, he's running across the ceiling and this, that, the other. And then what late, What happens later on when he he ends up begging for her to help him, you know? The same as Linda with Ash in the first movie. It's just off the bat, isn't it? It's no, like, all... It's no fucking around. you in, is it? It's just, this is Evil Dead, deal with yeah. it. That's what I love most about it. It's not like, oh, by the way, this is what the Evil Dead is. It's like, no, it's like basically this is for fans. Go if you don't if you don't know what the Evil Dead is, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. I ain't telling you. Mm. It's oh, you know, here, yeah. You know what everyone looks like when they're dead. Basically, the rules are set. The tropes are there. Full steam ahead. No messing. You know, deadites do this. They they trick you. They they change they Henri have, yeah. like Henrietta. So like you know. That's it, yeah. Demon, you know, Deadite goes... Yeah, and she's like, I remember when we brought you home from hospital. So strange. It's it snowing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of stuff, you know. This I is... That thing in my basement is not my mother. <laughs> and then, like, and then the other guy's like, Rah! The irony <laughs> of you just saying that, saying the other guy's like, Rah! and then just on there, the, her partner turns back into the demon. And it's great as well because it looks very much. It's very similar to how Ash turns in uh, Evil Dead Two as yes. well. Yes, yeah, the the teeth particularly, isn't it? 
Yeah, I'm I'm probably sure they're using uh, better contact lenses than the glass ones that used to blind the actors. But... Yeah, and with a syringe of milk, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was the, the you had the fake head, didn't you? The fake uh, head and the yeah. eye, and, and they hand. pumped the milk in. And so, man, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's what filmmaking is. That is that's what and that, that's what I don't like. Any criticism about oh CGI blood? They're on a TV budget. They're going to mix practical and CGI as best they can to fit the fit the show yeah it's the style isn't it like the, yeah it, they can put on like a rubber suit and have fake blood squirting out of it and it will cost about 20 quid but that is the show that is the film isn't it you know like um yeah when ted rame is in the suit spinning on the ceiling and you can see like yeah big see, splits yeah. and you can, you can see him yeah. wearing like tracksuit bottoms underneath oh, yeah. everything the trilogy did was basically done on a on a shoestring than on a budget if there's a cheap yeah. way of doing it they do it but just how creative they were with that limited budget puts most hollywood directors to shame yeah what sam raimi can achieve with next to nothing is it's that's where he's my favorite director you could because you can never watch a sam raimi film and not instantly go that's sam raimi his angles mm. his shots his yeah. pans his swoops his spins just, they're, they signature. are they're, permanently sign, signature. Yes, sign, yeah, exactly. Signature. Can I just comment as well of how good Bruce is, like Campbell is looking, like for his age and for the fact that the, he doesn't do a lot of big movies and this, that, and the other. But does anyone else think he, he's, he's like he just looks sort of in shape for for the movie and he he you can picture him as being this old as Ash instead of him just being. Um, just a, a normal B movie actor, TV actor sort of thing, letting himself go. He looks like he's really got in shape. I will say, basically, I mean, obviously, I know there's a massive age difference, but it is a lot easier to watch Ash now coming back than it is to watch the Harrison Ford come back as Indiana Jones. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even also, I think obviously, I think the the burn note, seven years on burn notice, seems probably. Had to be in semi kind of shape for that. So. Yeah. Well, for the Sam Ax, him well. So. Yeah, for the Sam Ax standalone movie, he had to get fairly in shape for that, didn't he? Ex was he an ex um, CIA agent, isn't he? Yeah. He's only thirty pounds overweight, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love mean, sorry, sorry, the, 10, uh, 10, 10. When when they're in the when he's in his trailer, how big it is inside compared to how the big? outside of it. Yeah. Well, that, again, that's just. Evil Dead. That's why I love, again, I will always rate Sam Raimi's films because he goes out and makes a film. Mm. It's a film. Nothing has to make sense. It's just a film. But, no. and, but he, because he approaches it like that and does it like that, mm. it's acceptable. Has anybody questioned at all why Ash is working at Value Stop and not Smart? Uh, well, think about what he did in Esmart last time he was there. He probably yeah, well, he got yeah. sacked. Yeah, I guess. I, is it, I wonder it, if they actually establish it, though. But I think there was something else. I think it was like one of the games or something like that where it wasn't Esmart. Uh, I think maybe... Because Esmart is just in Evil Dead uh, Army of Darkness, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Only, it's only in Army of Darkness. Yeah. Maybe something to do with what studio owns that film still owns the rights or something very possibly yeah that's true. why you know there's not really many references to like army of darkness in this so far or in the games you know that come mm. out because of like a rights thing 
I think sort of similar, like Kevin Smith mentioned certain films, things about when he goes back to films or certain properties, he can't do certain things because a certain studio still owns the right to it or something. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I bet my bottom dollar that that is what it is. Because um. it always made me wonder, S-Mart, in my opinion, is as big in the Evil Dead franchise as much as like, the character names, you know? Mm. It's a big it's a big staple, and it often... I saw it, and I, I was just... Even when you saw production pictures and him wearing a value stock badge, I was just a bit like, okay, fair enough, he's at a different place. Maybe he's moving on from being there to get away from his demons, but then... I wonder if it was never addressed, and it seemed like nobody brought it up. Well, and just by looking at the production notes of um, Army Darkness, Universal is one of the people who produced um, Army of Darkness. Yeah. I'm oh, pretty right. sure they didn't produce <clears throat> the first this. two. No, they didn't. And, and this, so yeah, I, I'm probably I would bet money on it that it is something to do with rights. Ray Santiago as well, playing Pablo. I think so far he's quite a cool little character. I quite like him as a sort of little side man, you know? Yeah. Do you know what this reminds me of, actually? Speaking of Kevin Smith, do you remember Reaper? I don't think I saw Reaper. You never saw Reaper? Oh, man. No. But obviously, like, you know, Reaper, you've got the son of the devil, um, and he's charged with reaping souls, and they work in a sort of like a value DIY store. Okay. And it has that very similar feel it um obviously being um sort of produced by kevin smith yeah so when i first saw this i was like oh man what a crossover opportunity this would be because mm. i really liked reaper i really really loved that show and they left on a cliffhanger but then cancelled it <laughs> i just love how smooth he tries to be fucks up in his conversation and tries to snap back straight away when he's talking mm. to when he's talking to Kelly like it's like obviously she's mentioning like my mother died in a car crash or this that and he's just like oh and then he tries to flip the blame onto her mm. he's so he's so so smooth but such a dick <laughs> god damn it Bruce have you ever used well, that actually... line have you ever used any of his lines actually out on a like you know, in the, in a pub or a club, you ever tried to go, "Hey, baby, this is my boomstick." Yeah, this is my boomstick. Ever ever done hail to the king? No, yeah. that's probably I've... why you're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said, "Give me some sugar." I've used "Give me some sugar," but that was with my wife, so I kind of got she was away. Like, with... What? Yeah, she was probably like, "Dean, I've I'd stop stop quoting that film." <laughs> it's bad enough you got it tattooed on your neck. Yeah, <laughs> talking like it. Well, as we said, it scarred us for life, literally. So yeah, the Blue Lake Diner. Even this particular scene where, um, sorry, excuse me, the uh, the uh, oh, the police officer I forgot a character name already. Oh, off the top of my head, I can't think of it. I'll, I'll I'll quickly research it in a moment. But even this, they're sitting in the, the diner. She's obviously clearly like, well, like. Well, as, as, as the scene just occurred then paranoid what people are thinking now after what she's gone and seen in that house yeah and even when the the, the child in in a moment she thinks she's like seeing dead eyes everywhere even the, i sat there and watched when i first saw that scene i was like jesus christ see see i'm just thinking that she's sitting there with um sort of post-traumatic stress disorder going do you remember that scene where peter parker did the uh john travolta dance down the <laughs> sidewalk in spider-man 3 <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh god I actually love that scene I love that film so 
This is such Sam, a... This Sam is, Raimi oh. can do no wrong. It's just that... The, like the, the the makeup and the special effects, oh, it just looks disgusting and evil. <laughs> the Deadites have to be the most horrible looking demonic creature in in history in film history, in my opinion. They're um, hideous things. What I like most is they all have a unique look. There's there's yeah. a, there's a kind of consistent look, but um, for example, obviously you've got. Well, because of the budget and even did one, they just do whatever they can, don't they? Yeah. And then in Evil Dead Two, they really go all out with each of them <clears> to <throat> make them look really different. And then especially, obviously, the whole transformation from Henrietta to Pee Wee Head. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's that's just like still weird. And I, mean, I love what's, it. What's what, how's everyone seen with Lucy Lawless so far? Uh, so far in the. Uh... TV show. She's still looking damn good for her age. Banging. Banging. Well, what character do you think she's portraying? <clears throat> oh, she's Nobi. She's what? She's a she... Nobi, isn't she? I don't know, but what is she doing exactly? Like, why is she after Ash? Well, because um, she probably thinks that Ash killed um, oh, right. her sister and her dad yes. and her mum. Because, yes. you know, Raymond Noby and Henrietta Noby were in the cabin mm. translating the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Gotcha. I, I, that completely slipped my mind. Which is a book that changed its name several times, obviously, doesn't it, for yeah. the franchise. I love this. This is straight out oh. of Oz. Straight <laughs> out of Oz. <laughs> but it's so, it, again, it's now it's picking out stuff from Evil Dead 2 and an arm, the Army of Darkness side yeah. of things, isn't it? It still keeps so, so sort of true to its roots. And that's what's Ash, perfect. Ash being tortured by something he shouldn't actually be tortured by. Because one of the best scenes in the entire trilogy is the windmill scene. Yeah. All the little ashes. The mini ashes, yeah. And for, for what they did in 92 with no budget. Managing to get them all out of little shards of <laughs> little shards of glass. Sorry, that's hilarious. <laughs> do, to do that special effect. And obviously... Um, Bruce Campbell doing his own, always own sort of like front and back flips and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> what I love and then about here we the go, um... here we go. bang punishment. That's it. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you know, this is CGI, so there is, isn't an actual doll on his face. So he's actually just like uh, Sam's like Bruce, just grab that and smash yourself in the face with it. <laughs> so you got to listen to the um, the nerdist interview with Bruce Campbell because he was saying even on that like half a day he was on the Oz set. Yeah. He was he, Sam Raimi was punishing him by making him do certain things that weren't even going to be in the film. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I've got to check that out. But um, what I like about the comics, the Army of Darkness comics, I've got the whole set, and um, a lot of them has some like still photos and some behind the scenes pictures. Yeah. And there's a still of all the mini ashes, and it's it's quite funny. It's almost like the Matrix, you know, um, with the Mister Andersons. If you pause it. Mm. You can see, like, 90% of them are not actually Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, like, doubles that look nothing like him. This is this is a beautiful bit in the TV show now. This was a really well-shot scene coming up. Oh, yeah, the uh, the flashbacks. And that. Oh, look, this scene, look, the storm coming over the value stop. That's just yeah. so good. And the music is so good as well. We're probably going to be in silence at this because it's just such a great scene. With Ash portray well, explaining what happened thirty years ago and why he is how who he is and well why he is and how it became. I think the absence of uh, Army of Darkness stuff on here as well sort of confirms again about oh, the, yeah. 
about the legal yeah the legal part side of it. things yeah. yeah yeah it's no there is no real need to reference army of darkness in this is there because no. i guess not particularly no mm. this is such a beautiful scene even the way it's shot with an old projector on the on the on the boxes and that it's just so well thought of Yeah, I was going to say, if you're watching this with us, just appreciate the scene that's going on. Mm. Explaining everything, going to the cabin, how he'll screwed up, losing his hand, the scene, the chainsaw scene. Mm. <laughs> so good. Scotty, Cheryl, Linda. You love it. You're just knowing them all. Oh, it's bang, just, bang, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's just such... I, it's an important piece of my life, really. I had a signed Linda picture, and because uh, I picked that up, and I picked one up for you as well, didn't I, Steve? Mm, I remember, signed. yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but mine got ruined in a move. It got the box got wet, and fucking the picture was all ruined. So yeah, that was a shame. It was a bargain as well. It was only like a five or something. Not bad. I like it as well how this Pab- Pablo is still just adamant on trying to trying to get Ash to. Admit to admit to his demons and sort of come back and help because he can <laughs> understand to, something's going on. Admit to his demons. <laughs> it's so well done as well. I, it's just everything about it, it just puts such a smile on my face seeing Ash again. But it's, 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 it's not. Perfect. It's not a cash in, is it? It's not a cash in. It's not someone else going. Oh, that was popular. Even the remake. It would never have been made without the oversight of Bruce Campbell, Tapper, and Raimi. No, precisely. I think you know? it's it's what fans have been dying for, and it is, you know, the perfect. It is basically everything the fans wanted. You know, yeah, it's like it's... the re- I suppose when the remake come back, everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be a remake. It's not going to be Bruce Campbell in it. It's going to be all modern and new." But this is exactly. Yeah, this is what's what needed. It's fans definitely of the original. Needed. I mean, when. When there was talk of it was going to get rebooted, and it, people were talking about the idea of then the two the two franchises then crossing over because that was big talk. A lot of people were reporting it, and there was um, even Raimi was coming out of it and saying that uh, oh the director I completely forgot his bloody name um, that they were saying that they were thinking and having ideas of crossing the two franchises over. Fader Alvarez, even, that's his name, yeah. yeah. Fader Alvarez, they were saying that he's, yeah, we're going to have him for the sequel when we're thinking of Mia and Ash crossing each other's paths. And when then when that got canned and they said, no, the, the, the sequel is just a, a, an, Ash, an Ash Evil Dead movie sequel is not going to happen, I was so gravely disappointed. I was just like, fucking really? I was like, I don't care if like half the world hate it. I just want to see it and I want to see something because it's as if the story's just is unfinished it's it feels that way but then when they came up with the idea and saying that it was going to go to a tv show i did sit there and i kind of huffed and i was a bit like like really like on the remake sorry steve you might be able to answer this what was the box office on the remake it it was good it it, it sort of almost tripled its money but it was so well done i think think it's in the six sixty odd 70 million mark worldwide uh, I mean, I check. I mean, because I kept an eye on it because I was really worried about the remake mm. um, until I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, my 
God. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, 97 million worldwide with 17 million budget. Yeah, that's so well. I've got it on IMDb. Doing a sequel. I've got it on IMDb. Yeah, no one wants to front the cash, do they? The, 70... I suppose whoever backed the original is just like, yeah, I've got my money. I'm out of it. Yeah, yeah. you don't need they... think, but you, yeah, you're right. I mean, this is the perfect channel for it because you like. No, I'm not mean stars, but I mean like you know the medium. Oh, because you you... it's a you know cult films like anything that Kevin Smith does, like Clerks Three, Clerks the series, anything they touch. And with Evil Dead, it's gonna it's money in the bank guarantee. Just you know, don't release it in three thousand theaters on opening weekend. And expect it to be money in your bank. And then I mean? we we just see another iconic oh, Raimi technique with the Evil Dead spirit going across the value stop car park, smashing through two car windows, exactly like in Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Like the woman's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, I <laughs> oh, so good. Another um, little nod here. Yeah, you pointed this one out, Sam. Yeah, it's the uh, is it Christine's car from Drag Me to Hell? The blue, uh, the green Ford Focus. Mm -hmm. I love Drag Me to Hell. What is brilliant film? I mean, what like the detail of them saying, right? Not only am I going to get all these little Evil Dead nods and Mm. digging out the Oldsmobile, but trying to get a green (laughs) Ford Focus as well. Yeah, it's just, and I admit, like as soon as like. What was it like two days after this episode originally aired? I was searching Twitter for Ash vs. Evil Dead, Green Focus, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Drag Me to Hell, and I couldn't find anyone. There's like no one was out there talking about that little. That little, little nod. nod. I love these little things just, to, just for the fact they're creating something new, but still at the same time they're taking these little references and just letting everybody know just to say like. It might be something new, but the old things are still living inside it, you know. Mm. Like with the, the the reboot franchise, the amount of references in that was just astronomical. Yeah. And I was fanboying all over the place in the cinema when that was occurring. Fangasm. Fangasm. Oh, now. It's now, uh, Pab- the giant trailer. <laughs> eh? Yeah, pa- Pablo. <laughs> Pablo and Kelly are back at the trailer confronting Ash. And he's doing his old Army of Darkness thing. That's it, yeah. Oh. You know, telling like, him I've done my thing. Yeah, I've done my thing. Now it's time to send me home. Just cracked me up. It's just like such a Bruce moment. <laughs> With a smile. <laughs> he's the coolest man on ah! the planet. And then the, the iconic scene that Steve was talking about: the spirit rushing up to the caravan, or the trailer, even. The he's, silence is fantastic because, like, Bruce Campbell and William Shatner are just like they're like just perfect. They yeah. should they need to make a film together before <laughs> it's too late. I love it. He's just such an idiot, and he's just like, What the hell? You know exactly what it is, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, precisely. It three times, <laughs> <laughs> everything about it just puts a smile on my face so much. I love these shots here, it's so Sam Raimi. Mm. That's what, again. First time I watched Dark Man, I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, you could tear it's, that one apart, couldn't you? Yeah. So much Sam Raimi stuff in there. It's just like and obviously because he directed it, but oh. you, even the Spider Man films, like I was sitting in the cinema every time I went to see one, I was like, Evil Dead shot, Evil Dead yeah. shot, Evil Dead yeah. shot, Evil Dead shot, Evil Dead you know, the chainsaw <laughs> scene in, in uh, Spider Man two. You know, where the doctor's on the ground and, like, you know, obviously the point of view of all the tentacles and he looks yeah. at a chainsaw and then looks back and it's like, chainsaw. Oh. And it was clearly oh. a reference, yeah. Yeah, because even cuts of the chainsaw, grab. Mm. Oh. 
I love, I love this bit too. Like he's just sitting here. He's look, the only friends he probably has in distress. Like, oh, here it is. <laughs> it's so goofy. <laughs> it's so goofy. And now I remember why we love him so much because yeah. he's also badass. Yeah, exactly. He might be a complete dickhead, but he can do shit like that. Oh, this I scene, love yes. that shot. It's so good. The zoom in, zoom, mm. it's well, it's Evil Dead, isn't it? It's the end yeah. of Evil Dead too. Trying to get the, in. It's the way he films it, the way he captures it. It's mm. No, no director ever bothers to try and emulate it, and that's what I did actually appreciate a little bit with the. Um, even a remake was that they did try to incorporate as many yeah. styles as possible without standing out as a like as a, a complete a copy. copy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Ash is just <laughs> so corny. <isn't> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so like cowboy esque, isn't he? I love it with just him getting tooled up the leather belt and stuff. Such a uh, this particular this Bosh. this deadite reminds me of computer game style deadites, with the comical laughing, the fighting. Well, it's probably a, a ton of the game nods oh. as well. But I love that bit there. But yeah. um, there's a ton of the game nods in here. But obviously none of us have played them in so long we've forgotten them. Yeah. Well, it's just. I don't because I remember that time we were like both playing through Fistful of Boomstick at the mm, same time, mm. and I, I got I got stuck towards the final level and gave up. But you actually sort of like went through, didn't you? Then came around and showed me how to yeah. get through the final um, puzzle. Klaatu, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay, that. I said it. I need, I need some. I need some cardio because my heart's jackhammering like a quarterback on prom night. <laughs> Such a great line. But I love the art, um, kind of like the whole life imitating art kind of aspect. That it's like a few, you know, so like thirty years ago, me and my friends went to a cabin in the woods, oh. and I've been running running from it ever since. Was Bruce Campbell saying Bruce Campbell, Rob Tapper? Um, Sam Rain went to a cabin in the woods 30 years ago, virtually. This this, yeah. And <laughs> how the hell he, did he and... not see that shadow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Bruce Campbell can't get away from it. Yes, exactly. Oh, And now it's finally come back for him. 30 years later, he's just almost been, you know, riding the fucking coattails of Evil Dead for 30 years. Yeah. And now it's finally come back full circle. Yeah. I like it as well how the Deadite's sitting here saying, we found you, Ash. Like, they've been after him for so many years. Even well, Sam's... I mean, he's the only guy that's ever sort of messed up their plans. You know, well, yeah, and he's the prophet for, uh, against them, isn't he? So, yeah. And oh. when you think about how much of an arse hat he is. Yeah. So I was already sold on the show a million percent, but this, the moment... Oh, what, with the chainsaw dive? Yeah. Yeah. That, I was just throwing my credit cards at the screen. <laughs> just like, Take my money! <laughs> Like that, I love them like floats as well, you know. Yeah, the... that's terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's such a terrifying like act to put in a like a a movie. I, it just makes I, 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 I this shot coming up. I absolutely love this because no one films an eyeball like Sam Raimi. But it's a, it, this this is particularly a nod to the um 
uh, zombie movie. I think it's um, ah, oh, damn it! It's just, I think it's zombie in actual fact. There's a scene where as a a, a, a woman it's gets in the, uh, eyes, the old well, um, free stooges things, isn't it? It's a scene where a woman gets dragged into a splinter, and it looks a lot like a fingernail. And it, in my opinion, it's almost a it's, nod to that. It's just the way he films it. It's he does it so per he films eyeballs like no other director. Mm. <laughs> and oh, this bit is just like but, right, okay, everyone, pants down. Yeah, pants down. <laughs> Let's just admit. <laughs> it's, just, it's almost like the false as well, isn't it? There. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a dive. This is why ah. it couldn't be released in the cinemas because no one wants to mop up after the fanboys go in. <laughs> Army of darkness. <laughs> Fuck Han Solo. Yes. Yeah. returned, man. This, that shot there. Oh, it's, it makes you itch, doesn't it? The the eyeball close-up, I wouldn't be surprised if um, Sam Raimi hadn't gone out and actually bought film stock just to film that one, yeah. one shot to make it look like um, Evil Dead 1 and 2 and that. This, this particular scene as well, I think solidifies what the fans are going to be getting or, or looking forward to is the fact that You've had everything so far, and you know that you can expect <laughs> decapitations. You know, look, yeah, it's a, it's such a beautiful clean. <laughs> they all get splashed a bit as well. Yeah, and that, look, it's because that is at the end of the day, that's Evil Dead. It's Ash pure back, war, baby. Look, it's disgusting. Blood pumping mm. from the from the neck. It's, you've got it all. You've yeah. got it all. And is everyone ready for the money shot? Yeah, <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> Splash! <laughs> <laughs> Groovy! Oh man, it's so good. That like little flashing logo at the end just says "Yeah, boy." Yeah, that. doesn't it? Even the credits at the end are—they're corny, they're camp, but they're just right, aren't but, they? Do you know what? Again, it reminds me of because who did Sam Raimi so like hang around with? He used to hang around with the Coen Brothers. Mm. You know, he's friends with like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, oh, Quentin Tarantino. So yeah, exactly. It's got that seventies feel, and it's got that random music. Do you remember the end of Evil Dead One? You're like, where the fuck did this music come from? Yeah, yeah, precisely. How well, how un- unnerving and uncomfortable does the song sit? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't match the film at all. But no one noticed it really. It was just oh, a mm. random thing. But now Tarantino has come around and he makes a career out of films with soundtracks. Just um, they don't really. They go so perfectly, but they don't go at the same time. Yeah, it's almost like it's deliberately standing out. I mean, that, that one thing I just wanted to point out just then is we saw a quick scene of Pablo holding up a necklace. And I'm hoping that there's even going to be little things like that that are going to be little nods to the older movies and stuff like that. It looked like Pablo was holding up the necklace that Ash gives his girlfriend Linda in Evil Dead 1 and and the speed up in Evil Dead 2. Now, it makes me wonder whether there's like they go back in time and they find like artifacts that have been recovered or this, that, the other. That's one thing I'm hoping for in this series is time travel. Oh, you know, actually, sorry, Sam, going back to what you just said, um, courtesy of Studio Canal. Right. 
Now, Studio Canal have the rights to Evil Dead 1 and 2, but I don't know if they have the rights to Army of Darkness because it obviously, courtesy of, was the um, the, the snippets, the uh, flashbacks. Mm. So you, you, I think you are right with that, that they couldn't have any Army of Darkness stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. But, um, I mean, what we were, you were saying a minute ago, Steve, as well, about how it's it's come almost full circle. You've got to think, Bruce Campbell, I mean, he's done some good stuff recently, but he's almost lived the life of a, a struggling B-movie actor. And Sam nice. Raimi has been riding the high A-list director. You know, the Spider-Man franchise yeah. much was one of the biggest franchises of all time and for mm. both of them both ends of the spectrum you know yeah it's come around full circle to something they both love and they yeah. start, both started and, and i tell you now and that is why that was the main reason i got the evil dead tattoo it's not just my favorite film series of all time yeah i will i will nail my flag to the mast and say that evil dead i like it more than star wars back to the future star trek jurassic park it's because it's, it was so important in your childhood. Evil Dead to me, yeah, is something so important. And that what you said, Sam, the whole full circle thing is this tattoo on my chest represents friendship of what three friends can do if they harness their talents and set out together in the seventies. They aim to make a film. They make within the woods. They then get the financing, they blag it, they push it, they do whatever they can, they get Evil Dead made. And then even when, yeah, Sam Raimi is making fucking Spider-Man, you know, fucking Spider-Man, mm. he never forgets his brothers, never forgets Bruce Campbell, and he never forgets the Oldsmobile. Yeah. He never, ever, for one second, has ever forgotten where he came from and the people that helped get him there. And that is what I love most about the Evil Dead. Mm. Sorry to get all preachy for a second. No, I couldn't be. I couldn't be any more more than anything else. Yeah, I couldn't be in any more agreement with you. Everything about it is like you were saying, going around a full circle. And Sam saying that Raimi's been riding the wave of top being a top director in Hollywood, but at the same time, is he's saying Ash or Bruce Campbell even has just still been that little fringe fringe tv show movie actor but his his last book that he or, or the book that of, of his that i've got confessions of a b-movie actor yeah. in that book it puts everything so perfectly into perspective of of him admitting to where he is he might not be the like well he's just he just that's that's what bruce campbell is famous for being he's famous yeah. for being that fringe person or the most famous b-movie actor he mm. he actually is because remember um, before Bruce Campbell came along the scene, uh, Doug McClure, mm. who obviously Troy Troy McClure was, was, was uh, yeah. based on, yeah, he was probably I would say the most famous B movie actor of his his day. Mm. But then before that, you had uh, Peter Cushing and Christopher uh, Christopher Lee in the Hammer films. Yeah, you know, yeah, and Bruce Campbell has he's he's embraced it. He hasn't so sort of, like done anything stupid. He hasn't jumped up and down on a sofa. And try to be anything. I deserve better, and you know. Yeah, he's you know, and he's embraced it. My name is Bruce. Is one of the funniest films, the (laughs) most enjoyable films I've ever seen in my life. And that's when this, you know, something is different when you watch a film, and not only do you go, okay, right, you can watch Star Wars, you go, Harrison Ford's cool. 
But you watch a film like Evil Dead and then you follow the career of Bruce Campbell and you watch a film about Bruce Campbell, but it's not really about Bruce Campbell. And there's something you, just, you, you love Bruce Campbell. I, I can't. I'm trying to explain. Baba Hotep. Baba Hotep. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to explain like what it's like to. He's, it's like he's not. He's di- he's different in any. I don't think there's a single actor on this planet who is exactly who's the same as Bruce Campbell. No, he, he's carved out his place in history, uh, cinematic history, as something wholly unique that fans just love him. And I don't mean they just love him because he's the box office flavor of the month. You know, he's not just like Will Smith for a few ten years and then he'll go. No, they absolutely love Bruce Campbell. It's in like anything it, he does. Yeah, it's I've, I've, for the fact that I've got him tattooed on my on my arm. Everyone's like, "Well, who's that?" And I'll be like, "It's Bruce Campbell." I won't say like Ash of Evil Dead. They'll say, "Oh, what's the tattoo?" And I'll say, "Oh, it's a uh, it's a comic book adaption of a scene from Army of Darkness." The actor's Bruce Campbell. And I'll be like, "Who's that?" And I'll be like, "It's in the Evil Dead movies." But then most of the people will sit and go, "Oh, yeah, I've I've, I've heard of the Evil Dead." And it's like, yeah, he's like the main guy. He's the main guy of the trilogy. And they'll, they'll sit there and be like, oh, right. They don't seem to know him. But even then, I don't even feel slightly sort of embarrassed that people don't even know that who he is on my arm. I think the fa- I think that, if if anything, makes it even more of a better feeling to have yeah. something like that on my arm that is so, so sentimental to myself. It's, it's a filter. The important people know. If you don't know, <laughs> see, you know, it's like, Hello, do you know who this is? No, next. It's like a secret you know handshake. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is, it is, because it, it's a cult movie, and, you know, we love Bruce Campbell. It's like I, um, I, I went to, uh, the, um, uh, my, I went to the, um, a friend's uh, birthday not too long ago, and it was fancy dress, and I went as Ash from Evil Dead, and we ended up going into Chicago's over at Baz Vegas, and I, my own little self-made chainsaw, and I must admit, it looked the nuts. And I looked the pup. I had the shirt. And got into Chicago's with self-made chainsaw. I had the leather straps all across my chest. I had the gun holster on my back. The I had the didn't look that real then, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I had the shotgun on my back. Um, but then when I was in there, some guy came up to me, and he was he, you could tell he was alternative sort of guy. And he was like, man, you, that costume's so cool. And he was like, you like Evil Dead then? I was like, yeah, I love Evil Dead. And then he saw my like they live tattoo that's on my left hand that um, is obviously visible because the right hand has the chainsaw and the long long sleeve on still. And he was like, oh man, you've got a they live tattoo. And he was like, have you got any Evil Dead tattoos? I was like, fucking hell yeah. And he was just like lapping it up. And he was like, man, it's so cool to meet someone who knows who Bruce Campbell is. Mm. And it wasn't a, a, fa- a case of saying, oh, it's nice to meet someone who's a fan of Evil Dead. It was who knows who Bruce Campbell is. You know he exists. <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah. and for anyone interested, Dean's grinder handle is <laughs> <laughs> is a real a real Ash Lovelace handle. My Campbell. Well, hey, are you on grinder, Sam? Uh, not at the moment. <laughs> well, that was um. You suck it down a, like Campbell's soup. That was the uh, the first episode of Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, out of ten, then guys, come on, we know what it's going to be, but out of ten. Groovy, so yeah, it is, it is. groovy. Yeah, <laughs> pumped it's, up to eleven. Now, um, it's been commissioned already for a second season, which is absolutely phenomenal. How many? Uh, it's ten episodes, isn't it, in the first series? Yes, uh, in the first series, yeah, ten episodes. So far on IMDb, it only just says season two, episode one. Um, we have got, we've got the uh, episode listings 
of each of the uh, the titles of the next episodes that are coming up and stuff. The next episode's called Bait, episode two airing on the 7th of November. There is uh, an episode called Ashes to Ashes in it, which sounds very good. Mm, that was You've... the name of the comic strip, wasn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. You've got the last three episodes are Ashes to Ashes. Episode nine is then Bound in the Flesh, and then episode 10 is The Dark One. Mm. So it's it. Oh, mm. it's, even these little sort of like you've obviously got um, bound in flesh is obviously referring to the Necronomicon and ah, oh, I don't know. Let's let's sort of wait then until the next episode so we can then just yeah. fanboy everywhere else. Yeah. All right. Uh, right. Also, awesome. I mean, we haven't got any kind of Twitter handle or anything at the moment. But Dean, um, once this is done. Do, do you want to knock one up and maybe stick a little message on the end and just say, "I'll oh, follow us here"? Or yes, yeah, sure, I'll be able. Maybe to give the out. address of like YouTube or something. Yep, absolutely, mate. Cool beans. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and we hope you're enjoying Ash vs Evil Dead as much as we are. Next episode, bait airs the seventh of November. Uh, hopefully, it'll probably be. Uh, we'll probably be able to record maybe the day after it airing, maybe even the evening of it airing. But you'll be sure to see us again. That's for certain. Groovy.